Hello. What do you know? This is Joe. Just when I have all the answers, all the questions change. Yeah, that's my ongoing theme. Just when I have all the answers, all the questions change. Everything changes. Is that a bad thing? Is that a good thing? It just is. It just is. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a good mood, or maybe a weird mood, maybe just I don't know. I just I'm also sweaty. No, it's not what you're thinking. How can I say that? I have no idea what you're thinking. Well, whatever you're thinking, you dirty little minx. I just took a shower, and I've spent the last few or several minutes waiting to cool down, but I just got tired of waiting. I don't know if I'm going to cool down, and I'm, uh, I was going to open a window, but then I thought, I don't, don't want to open a window. I live in an apartment, and if I open a window, that's more, that's more likely that I might bother somebody or become self-conscious because the window's open, even though probably nobody gives a shit. It's, uh, I wouldn't be, you know, really out of, out of line opening the window and projecting my voice out into the, in between the buildings because it's 9, 19 a.m. I had to get closer to my phone to see because I'm not wearing my glasses. So if you're hearing any, hear, hear that? <laughs> if you hear any, uh, this noise. Occasionally, it's because I'm wiping the sweat off of my face or other parts of my body. So that's, um, but that's not why I'm here. Am I here to talk about my sweaty body after taking a shower? <laughs> well, apparently I am. Maybe I should just talk about that for the next four hours. <laughs> why not? I can do whatever I want or not. I like paradoxes uh, or uh, that's not really a paradox. It is. It kind of. Is it? Or isn't it? I could do whatever I want or not. That's not really a paradox. But I've been thinking about a lot of things. I've been basically doing the dog chasing his tail routine. And uh, sometimes that's okay. I mean, especially if you're aware you're doing it. Uh, I think just, you know, the mental masturbation, uh, just thinking about something and then thinking about the other, the 180 degree thing trying to either trying to solve a problem or just or not maybe even just just uh, just spending time just thinking I mean, what else are we going to do right we've got jobs sure sometimes on those jobs we have to think <laughs> i got the kind of job where i occasionally have to think <laughs> of course you know the i halfway joke there because every job you have to think i mean even if you're a shoveling shit. I mean, literally, not metaphorically, but even if you're literally shoveling shit, I mean, your brain is involved in the process. There are thoughts going on. First of all, there's the mechanics of, you know, moving the shovel under the shit. 
raising the shovel with the shit in it and then putting the shit wherever the shit needs to go. <laughs> so have I uh, reached my quota? Is there a quota? Is there a quota? I, I, I mention a lot of times on this podcast that I, at some point, I have to use profanity because I just by default keep the explicit tag on every podcast. But I don't keep the explicit tag there because I necessarily uh, need profanity. Although apparently I do <laughs> to an extent. But I don't. I can go a long time. I, I've, I've uh, been in many work situations where I have not used profanity. I've been around small children where I constantly tell them to fuck themselves. So there's that. <laughs> situational selves, right? I mean, be yourself. I was thinking about that, among other things, when I was in the shower. Be yourself. Or I guess it was before I got in the shower, I was standing in front of the mirror talking to myself. Uh, I, I was going to say I'm not ashamed to admit it. Oh, wait, I just did. I just said that. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I was talking to myself in front of the mirror like I'm the only one. What I was specifically doing was just thinking about doing stand-up again, which I did last Sunday, and I'm going to uh, uh, attempt to do next Sunday. And when I say attempt, I don't mean that I will attempt to do it. If I, what, what I mean is this. I will call in for a spot, and I may or may not get a spot. That's the attempting part. Once I'm on stage, I'm not attempting anymore. I'm actually doing whether or not I'm funny, that's another story. Or it is the story. It's part of the story. It's part of why I'm here right now. Because what I was uh, was thinking, and I'm now going to talk about, as I continue to bounce around and chase my tail, I was talking about thinking and being yourself. Should I write that down? Yeah, sure, what the hell. I have, hey, I've, I've had this blank piece of... Uh, paper here for the last few episodes and a pencil. I haven't written anything down. Be yourself. Because I'll get back to that. What I really wanted to talk about is having fun. And I just wrote on the piece of paper, have fun. Because that's really, I think that's going to be the title of this podcast. And the theme for next week's stand-up set or whenever I get another spot is have fun. And here's the bridge. Here's what I was thinking about using today's podcast for primarily, aside from my usual uh, stream of consciousness babble, is to serve as a bridge between last week's stand-up set and next week's. And I'm holding my arms out. My arms are outreached. My hands are open. I'm representing last Sunday with the right hand and next Sunday with the left hand. Now you've got the full visual. Isn't that useful? So there's part of it, but it's also about, it's about comedy, I'm writing that down, and it's about life. <laughs> I don't have to keep writing this down, do I? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. But I thought maybe, maybe that's something that could motivate me to continue to do this. Do I need to motivate myself? Do I? I do not. I do, I don't. It, it's up to me. I've gotten into this uh, mindset in recent years that, and I know I've mentioned this before, and why do I keep saying that? Because I've mentioned everything before. 
<laughs> but so what if I occasionally use that phrase? As I've said before, am I committing a crime? No. Unless you're a grammar Nazi or a, that wouldn't even be a grammar Nazi. It would be a cliche Nazi, maybe. What was I saying? As I've said before, <laughs> here, I could, I could infinitely transgress. As I said before, as I've said before, as I've said before, because I've said that before. I've said, quote, as I've said before, end quote, many times. Trying to find my way back. I'm not going to. Ah, I'm back on the bridge. Here's the bridge. Motivation. That's right. Do I care? I do. When I say that I'm not motivated to do something, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I don't, I don't want to push myself. I want to, I'm, I, and this is, this is not all about comedy. So if you are listening to this, and you are, <laughs> but if you are listening to this uh, and you're listening to me talking about stand-up comedy and you're thinking, yeah, but I'm not a stand-up comic. I can't relate to that. Apply it to yourself somehow. That's what I would suggest. Although then I, I just, my, a little voice in my head said, don't be preachy. I don't like people being preachy and therefore I don't want to be preachy because I like to be concentric. I would like my, uh, my beliefs, my, my beliefs and my behaviors to be in line with each other. So therefore, if I don't like people being preachy, I shouldn't be preachy. But, you know, there's a gray area. I don't know how, if I'm just talking about my life and what I do, that's not necessarily being preachy. I'm not telling you to be this way. I'm just, I'm just talking. And I had something uh, happen recently where, uh, where an old friend, and uh, I don't know, that could both be a friend who is old and somebody who I've known for a lot of years, but an, an old friend commented about uh, my podcast and she was saying how she enjoyed it and how it made a difference in her day. And I, wow, that's like the best thing I could hear. One per, even one person. And maybe I've said that before too. I've had a couple of uh, my loyal listeners and <laughs> because a couple of my loyal listeners have told me that that they enjoy this and sometimes you know, one in particular saying it made a difference and another one just saying how she enjoys it. And when I say a couple of loyal listeners, it's because that's for all I know, that's all I've got is a couple of loyal listeners. But wh what more do I need? What if I have none? Well, that would be sad. But would it be? See, this is what I'm doing. I, I like this mindset. Constantly keep flipping the coin over because what I, uh, it's, is that wishy-washy or is that, uh, is that uh, analytical or is it, I, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of words I could go, I could go through the thesaurus. But if I keep going back and forth and flipping the coin over and saying, oh, look at the heads. Well, maybe it's tails. I look at the head. You know what? It's heads and it's tails. There's a quantum thing going on there, right? Or it's neither. We're beginning to find out a lot about, uh, in fact, I'm going to write it down because I think it's important, spectrum. A lot of things that we, we collectively as a society, as a collection of human beings have been thinking of as being black or white, and I'm not talking about races here, 
just talking about uh, symbolically, let's say up or down, so I don't bring race into it accidentally. We think of things as up or down or heads or tails. Um, can I get specific? Gender. Gender is one because there's a, because gender has been in the news lately with some uh, the discriminatory laws in a couple of states discriminating against uh, transgender people, actually discriminating against uh, LGBT uh, people in general, but uh, transgender in specific, in specific, specifically. And, you know, I don't know where your beliefs lie and I don't care. Uh, but I want to make a broader point without getting into something that's going to be controversial or piss anybody off is just that things are a spectrum. We're beginning to discover to discover that things like gender are not binary. And you see, now that might even be something where you, you just might cause you to hit the, hit the stop button or, or throw your phone out the window, which I don't recommend. If you don't like what I'm saying, you know, don't hurt, don't destroy your phone. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of what I feel like is, is people's reaction about things these days is, is just, you know, they don't like something instead of just going, oh, I don't like that and moving on to something else. Or I don't like that and then trying to change it or, you know, they'll say, I don't like that. And then they, you know, they basically destroy their phone or burn down the barn because the chickens are making noise. I don't know what the fuck. I'm, I'm not very good at analogies or metaphors. Where was I? Spectrum. That's where I God, I'm glad I wrote it down. See, maybe this is handy sometime. Balance, that's another thing. Because as I started to mention earlier about that this isn't necessarily about stand-up comedy for you or for me. Stand-up comedy is a uh, tool. You're a tool. <laughs> stand-up comedy for me is it's a tool. It's something that I, I did years ago seriously. I was serious about comedy. And then I, I did it for six years fairly seriously. And then uh, mostly I, I often, I, what I say is, and then I've been doing it off and on for the last 25 years, but mostly off. And that's kind of how I am with performing in general. Among other things, a lot of things we like to do that we don't get around to doing. I mean, I'm sure, you know, like uh, whatever. So getting back to the point of... Uh, uh, the, the point, one of the points, the point of this doesn't have to be about stand-up comedy. You can fill in the blank, whatever your favorite hobby is. What's a hobby that you like? What do you, you like gardening? Then whenever you hear me say stand-up comedy, say, think gardening. When I say the comedy store, think my garden. Whatever it happens to be. Because it's all tied together. You know, it doesn't matter if I've, uh, when I'm not doing stand-up at some point, you know, if I'm strictly thinking about performing or things that I enjoy doing uh, creatively, I, I, I've been, I've performed as a musician and as an actor. And that's the thing I've really mainly been doing for the last 10 years. But even that, okay, now let's get away from performing because too much inside baseball there, right? What else do I do? Walking, riding my bike, um, Travel. I'm going to travel. There's one. 
Now, I'm not hugely into travel. It's not that I have anything against it philosophically or for myself. I think travel's good. I think if probably if more people traveled and visited other countries and spent time with other people and hanging out in other cultures, the world would probably be a better place. I'll go out on a limb there. You know, I don't know, maybe not. I'm thinking about it. Maybe that's too grandiose, but I'm still an idealist. I'm an old idealist, and I hope to keep that attitude to the day I die. Nothing that says when you get older, you got to be a crotchety old narrow-minded bastard. I think crotchety old narrow-minded bastards were probably crotchety young narrow-minded bastards. (laughs) Probably. I got no statistics to back that up, but... Travel. Travel's a thing, right? So let's say you like to travel. Okay, you like to travel. You do it occasionally, I'm assuming, unless you're extremely wealthy and you do it all the time or you travel for your job. Maybe you're lucky enough that you like to travel and your job takes you a bunch of places. That's cool, right? And I'm tying this into comedy and the comedy store for me because... uh, Because why? I don't know. I'll get back to it. If I had a point, it might come back. And it might not. And it doesn't matter. Or it does. (laughs) Is that tiresome? Is that tiresome? I'm not not really... I I didn't really set out trying to demonstrate the point about flipping the coin over, looking at heads, looking at tails, looking at heads. I didn't start out with that being a major theme, but it's, you know, so I like when themes emerge. That's also uh, what I'm trying to do and I'm going to con- going to continue trying to do is not trying. Now there's there's a paradox, try and not try at the same time. There it's 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 kind of it, part of me feels like it's a paradox and part of me feel like it's a balance, maybe it's a, maybe it's another spectrum thing. A lot of times I think when we see things as binary, it's just because we have language and we create words and Alan Watts talks about that. You can look him up. I've mentioned him before, and I'm mentioning him again now. Alan Watts, W-A-T-T-S. Alan, I believe, with one L. I believe. <laughs> In fact, I'm, I'm fairly certain. What did Alan Watts say? Words. Oh, there you go. A lot of times the things we argue about are really, it's we're just arguing about language or definition or the imperfection of language. We, we create words that, that define, that uh, describe things, and then we argue about the words, and we get further and further away from the point, from the concept, from the thing it's describing. And I wish I had an example, but I don't. So how's that? That's why I'm not a lawyer. Or a, or a philosopher, for that matter, because when I listen to Alan Watts, of course, that you know that's his job, or you know that was his job when he was alive. His job now is being dead. Not much money in that. Unless you're alive and you're burying dead people, then there's a lot of money in that, isn't there, huh? Am I right? There's a, there's a job that doesn't get hit by the economy, right? Burying dead people. How did I get here? Oh, my God. How did I get anywhere? 
It's all tied together. There's a point. There's an overlying point there. Is that everything's tied together. When I talk about comedy, I'm really just talking about life. When I'm going up on stage in the comedy store uh, now, it's to me, it's like it's a microcosm of my life. What I'm trying to do is to not try. <laughs> and there's a balance in there somewhere. And I know it sounds paradoxical, but it's it's the idea that I want to put forth an effort. I want to set foot on that stage and grab the microphone, but to not try to be anything in particular, not try to be funny. Although obviously that's the point at a comedy club. You got to know the audience, know your venue. I mean, if I didn't want to be funny at some level, I wouldn't be at the comedy store. I'd be, I'd do karaoke. You know, if I wanted to perform and not be funny, I could do slam poetry or I could learn to rap terribly because I'm a 56 year old white guy. Now, see, even as I say that, that's a limiting thought. There's nothing that says a 56-year-old white guy can't rap. Although evidence would say that when 56-year-old white guys try to rap, it's just terrible. (laughs) But it doesn't have to be. Does it? (laughs) Trying to not try. Be yourself. That, that's, that's what I was thinking about. You know, no matter what you do, you're being yourself. I mean, when you're being your, if you're being uh, the kind of self that's trying really hard and exerting effort and clenching your sphincter and gritting your teeth and scrunching up your face and going, I gotta try real hard. That's being yourself. Let's say you go into the same activity, whatever it is, like gardening. (laughs) Although, I don't know how many people are clenching their teeth and puckering their sphincter and getting all, even when they're gardening. But let's just say, let's say you've got this person who sometimes they go out there garden, they go, God damn it, today I'm going to garden my ass off. I'm going to fucking garden so hard, I'm going to take those fucking gardening tools and I'm going to just go to garden. You know, you could do that. And you're being yourself. Or that same gardener could wander out into the garden and go, Oh, hello, garden. Oh, look at, look at the dirt. Isn't, it, isn't the dirt lovely? Let me take my gardening tool and gently caress the dirt. And You know, these can both be the same people, the same person. Of course, of course it can be. And in both instances... That person is being themselves. That's that got awkward, wording wise. That person being, you are being yourself, all the time, every minute of the day. You don't have to try to be yourself. Now I know what we mean, though. I think I know what we mean. I'll tell you what I mean. What I mean when, or when what I hear when I hear somebody say, "Be yourself," what they're saying is is not to try. That not to try to be anything, not to pretend, not to put on a front, not to be self-conscious. See, but even I would argue to say, well, you know what? At those times when you're self-conscious, you're still being yourself. You're being your self-conscious self. Be yourself. Just be yourself. You know, just, I think really the secret to life is just being yourself. (laughs) 
That says nothing. I think I've driven that point into the ground. Can I cross that off or yeah, let me let me put a check mark next to it. Be yourself. But let me get back to the main point because I'm at around 24 minutes right now and I don't know how long I'm going to go on here, but maybe maybe I'll make this a 30-minute one, give or take, since I'm starting to become conscious of time and also I'm a little hungry. I did have I did shower, but I didn't have breakfast. <clears throat> I'd also like to make some coffee, although apparently I don't need it. <laughs> I'm feeling a little goofy and energetic right now, which is a good thing. I'm I'm being my I'm being my happy self. I mentioned travel earlier. I'm going to visit my daughter in Europe in a couple of weeks. In fact, two weeks from today. I'm going to hang out with her. She's uh, at the end of her study abroad program that's been four months. And she's been in France for four months, and I'm going to go visit her. I'm going to hang out in uh, Paris for a while, and then go across the bay. <laughs> Not the bay, what is it? The English Channel. Go across the channel to England because, look, I'm a huge Beatles fan. I've been a Beatles fan since as long as I can remember, since before I can remember, because my mom tells me stories about when I was watching the Beatles, that I, that I first saw the Beatles, and then I, had a, I used to carry a comb around with me all the time, trying to make bangs, trying to make my hair into Beatle hair, even though I you know, it was uh, 1964, so little kids in 1964. In fact, most people in 1964 did not have enough hair to be able to make beetle bangs. You can't just comb short hair and make beetle bangs. What a fucking idiot I was. Little four-year-old Joe. <laughs> I'm sure I was adorable. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Uh, where was I? Travel. That's right. It's kind of ridiculous that I have not been to England yet. Had not Have not made the pilgrimage but whatever, some people never make the pilgrimage to whatever place is significant to them. You know, whether it be Liverpool or Israel, whatever. Whatever place is significant to them for, you know, their religion. My religion happens to be the Beatles. So I'm going to do that. going to travel. And like I started to say earlier, I'm, I'm, it's not that so much I'm into travel, but I do enjoy it. And I know I'm going to enjoy it. Fed, here, here's the thing about trying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie all this shit together before I go. Because tying it together after I go wouldn't make sense, right? If I, if I like stopped right now, and and just walked out of the room and uploaded this, and uh, tying it together after I go would that wouldn't make sense. So let me tie this together. <laughs> trying and not trying. When I go to Europe, I'm, I don't want to repeat a pattern that I've had in the past where I think like, oh, I'm going to find myself or something significant is going to happen or it's going to be an enlightening, amazing experience. And I want to do all these amazing things. And no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hang out with my daughter. We've uh, got ourselves places to stay while we're there. And in fact, we're using Airbnb instead of the traditional going the traditional hotel motel route. We're going to be staying in people's apartments, not with them. We at least did the thing where you know they people are just renting out an entire apartment or house 
but in our case for our budget apartment. So that's more like the experience of living in the city. And then we're going to do some touristy stuff. I have nothing against touristy stuff, but I don't really want to focus on that. I don't want to spend my entire time in Europe waiting in lines. I don't want it to be like, you know, like it's just a larger Disneyland. I, I don't really get into that thing of just like hanging out with hundreds of other people in a line for hours at a time. Maybe for a couple of things, maybe the Louvre or what's some other significant stuff in uh, France? Uh, the Louvre, uh, Versailles, Versailles, Versailles. I started studying French a little bit a few months ago with this app called Duolingo. And I've picked up a few words here and there, but then I realized, you know what, I'm not going to learn French in a few months. And I don't want to be the rude American that, that somehow expects everyone to speak English, but you know, a lot of people do. And then uh, even if not, I, I, I know that I've got my daughter with me who one of the reasons she's studying abroad in France is because uh, she's been taking a lot of French and she's interested in the language and she knows and she's, she's, you know, lived there for four months. So I've basically got a French tour guide with me. So she knows enough French for us both to get by. So there's that, travel. No, the tying together part is the try slash not try. I'm not going to try to have fun. I'm just going to have fun. I'm not going to try to do a certain thing or I'm not going to go in there with expectations. I'm going to just go there. I'm, I, I, gonna, I have the usual expectations. The negative ones about travel is that, oh my God, I guess it's going to be this miserable fucking experience on the security people in the plane and being amongst other humans and crying babies and oh my God. there's that. <laughs> but that's a short part of it. I'll just suck it up and make it through that and then you know, have a good time. So that's, that's an expectation. So I lied. I do have some expectation. I expect that I'm going to have a good time. But it's not going to be all regimented. It's not going to be every minute of the day scheduled. It's not going to be like the old movie from the 1960s. If it's Tuesday, it must be Belgium. That's also why we're just going to Paris and London. And then uh, actually when we're in London, though, we're going to branch out and go other places. But not, there's not a rigid plan. Our only plan is really I fly there. We've got a place to stay in Paris for a few days, go over to England. We're just going to stay in London the whole time as far as our home base. But then the rest of it is, I don't know, we might take a train to Scotland. We'll probably go to Liverpool. At the very least, I know I'm going to go to Abbey Road because that's in London. So I will do, I will go to Abbey Road. I'm going to fight the urge to do the stereotypical picture of me walking across from that same point of view that's on the album cover I'm not, because enough people have done that. So what I'm probably going to do is just, you know, maybe just take a selfie with, with, it, with the, that iconic crosswalk in the background or maybe, you know, record myself walking across from my point of view instead of from the photographer's point of view. But whatever point is, I'm at least going to make that pilgrimage. And then we may or may not go to Liverpool. I'm thinking, you know, since it's taken me 56 years to get to England, chances are we will go to Liverpool. And if we do go to Liverpool, then the main point of that pilgrimage would be to go to the cavern, which I'm, I, I've Googled it. And, you know, it's, it exists at least in some form. At least, it, you know, it's there. I can 
take a picture of it on the outside. Again, it's all about the selfies. It's 2016. It's all about the selfies. But I guess the main point is it's it's just kind of loosey-goosey, um, and I want to just not feel anxiety about it and just go and have a good time and hang out and and, you know, I haven't seen, for one thing, I haven't seen my daughter in four months, so that'll be cool. That's the coolest part of it. And then just, you know, be in a different place. Be in a different place. And you know what? The whole time, whether I like it or not, I'm going to be myself. I tie it together. Motivation. That was another thing I was talking about. Do I have to tie together the motivation? Well, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm motivated to go. I want to go because my daughter's there. There, check. <laughs> spectrum. Yeah, things, everything's a spectrum. Everything, most things. Let's just say everything. Things that we used to think are just up and down, heads or tails, are really a spectrum. How do I tie that together? I don't want to. Check. <laughs> Uh, have fun. Let's close on that because that really was going to be the thing I was going to predominantly talk about. Here's what I forgot to do last week. Here's what I did, even though I was being myself and I didn't have a terrible time on stage. It was one of those times where, you know, it's an open mic and I don't know if you've ever been to an open mic, but they, they, it's a mixed bag. There tends to be everything from professional comedians who are trying out stuff down to somebody who's never set foot on stage and, and they're like a deer in the headlights and everything in between. And as far as the audience goes, it, it, it can be, uh, it can be a, a lot of people in the audience or, 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 or like last week, nobody. Actually, I'm exaggerating. There was one person in the audience for the, for the majority of the hour of the first hour of the show, which was the open mic. The comedy store has it set up. So on Sundays, they have the first hour from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. is an open mic. And then from 8 p.m. to whenever it ends is the best of San Diego. And then... Uh, Oh, I saw an alert pop up on my phone, but I'm still recording. I turned it, I put it on airplane mode so I wouldn't be interrupted, but it's still got stuff that's uh, stored on the phone that's popping up alerts. I got distracted. But here is the point. <clears throat> the point is that open mic is a mixed bag. And last week, as I started started to say, and now we'll continue to say, it wasn't terrible. I had the correct attitude of going up there and just, you know, being in control and, and remembering the fact that I'm not a noob. I've been doing this a long time. And even though I'm rusty, even though I have not been doing it steadily for all these years, I, I mean, I should not expect myself to get up there and be like some of my friends who've been doing stand-up consistently for the last 30 years. I, 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 even though I've got this old habit from childhood where I somehow expect to, you know, if I haven't picked up a tennis racket for 20 years, I'm just going to pick it up and just, just be really good. And, you know, but I, I was never really good. So that, that's silly, but <laughs> I, of course I'm still going to know how to hit a tennis ball. You throw a football at me, the chances are I'll, I'll, I'll probably catch it. But I'm going to be rusty, and especially, God, if you think about football, if I, if I were to go out and try to run around the football field with a bunch of uh, college football players, uh, I, I would pull every muscle in my body. I, 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 I went to a, a USC football event uh, back, uh, I don't know, back in the early 2000s. It was around the time of the 25th. It was around the time of the 25th anniversary of the teams that I was on because I was on the team from 78 through 80. So the 25th anniversaries were 2003, 4, and 5. 
And so I was going back for those reunions for those three years. Uh, and they also have the 50th reunion, the 50th reunion. So there was uh, some guy back there from long before, like from even, I don't even know if, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm doing too much math here. Point is, there was a guy who had played there years ago, like in the 1940s or 50s, and we were watching a scrimmage. We were watching the, the youngsters playing, and all of us on the sidelines were having this feeling of, oh, man, it's, I could go out there and do that. You know, the muscle memory kicks in, and you forget, you forget that you're 25 years older, you're in your 40s. It's like, no, I could go out there. I could do that, right? And so the older, wiser gentleman who had played back in the 1940s uh, said, yeah, I could, I, could, I, could be, I could last two plays, one where I run out there and one where they're carrying me off on a stretcher. <laughs> so that's how I feel about that. I can't go back and do that. But I can do comedy. And, and the thing about trying and not trying is uh, what I forgot to do what I forgot to do last week was, uh, this isn't about the trying and not trying part. It's about having fun. Although I guess this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to have fun. But you know what? I am going to have fun. That's my number one mantra this week. And to, to close this thing out here, uh, back, back to where I am now as far as this podcast goes and what I might do to as a theme or at least as a part of a theme for this podcast would be, uh, to take, um, and again, I reach out my right arm and my hand, uh, my right hand to represent last week. I'm going to have lessons learned. What is it that I did this week that I was not happy with last week? What I was not happy with was I didn't really have fun. It wasn't miserable. I, I reached my goals of, you know, of staying in control, you know, of not panicking and of connecting with the audience, making eye contact. I mean, these are kind of basic things, but I, I had to keep certain basic things in mind, fundamentals in mind. In fact, even with football, uh, there's this legendary story about um, Vince Lombardi, who, if you don't know, or even if you do know, was the fo uh, football coach back in the day, back in the 50s and 60s. He coached the Green Bay Packers to a number of championships, including the first two Super Bowls. And legend has it that he would show up every year at the beginning of training camp with all of these professional football players. And he would hold up a football and say, gentlemen, this is a football. So whether that's true or not, I think it's a great message fundamentals. Keep reminding yourself of fundamentals. You're never, in fact, you know, there are people, Tiger Woods comes to mind. He's been, he's won uh, more major championships than many, most golfers. And he still is constantly, he has a coach and a trainer and he's constantly working on what do I do with my wrist and my swing and regrooving his swing. I mean, it's constantly, every, everybody who's good at something is constantly tweaking the fundamentals. So my tweaking of the fundamentals is this. I have the basics down. So I went up last week. My focus was being in control, connecting with the audience. I did that. And, and as, I've, as I've said, you know, it might sound odd, but my focus is not on being funny because I don't want to try to be funny. I just want to trust that, you know what? Chances are, because I've been known to be an amusing person, either because I'm a goofball or just because I'll say funny things. There's a thing about, 
oh, do you, do you say funny things or do you say things funny? And apparently a comic is one of those things and a comedian is the other thing. I don't know. It's like the difference between a nerd and a geek. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter which is which, but you can get laughs by saying funny things ser- with a serious face. You can say serious things with a funny face. You can do all kinds of shit. You can say nothing and just drop your pants, I, whatever the fuck. I mean, you can do a lot of things to be funny. The debates about what is or isn't funny are silly because uh, the bottom line is, if somebody laughs, it's funny. <laughs> or they found it funny. I guess you could still debate it and say, well, just because nobody laughs, it, do- it, doesn't, it doesn't mean it's not funny. Well, that's true. Like last week, one, one civilian in the audience, and it's technically a civilian. She was actually related to one of the comics. So really, she just did did us all uh, a favor by sitting in this section that was designated for the civilians. And so there would at least be like one person that wasn't totally off to the side, but she was still kind of off to the side. I'm setting the scene here. Basically, during the course of that hour, you have anywhere between 10, 15, 20 comedians off to the side, which is the designated comedian area. And the generally... The people in the designated comedian area, while they may laugh on occasion, for the most part, they're either, especially with people in an open mic, they're thinking about what they're going to say when they go up, or if they've ju- if they've already gone up, they're maybe just sitting there, <sighs> they've taken a breath and they're relieved, but they're just really waiting to see if they've been selected to have this special spot next week, because that's one of the things about the open mic there at the comedy store is the um, um, the MC picks who he thinks is is the funniest for that week and that person gets to open the best of show which means they'll get the they'll get a spot which you know maybe actually will be in front of people because by the time the open mic show ends then there's then there's a handful of people like there was somewhat of an audience maybe 10 people or so in the actual civilian audience area last week but here's the point is there a point the bridge i keep getting back to the bridge lesson learned last week I, didn't, I, I, I felt like I just didn't have fun. There was something missing. As I was walking back to my car, I thought, oh, that was it. I forgot to have fun. <laughs> and it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't my main focus. So this week, that's going to be the number one thing on top of my mind. Have fun. That will be the bridge that takes me into next week. And again, like I mentioned earlier, it's also about life. Because I'm not whether or not I get a spot at the comedy store, that's my mantra for the week. Not just thinking about stand-up, but thinking about life. My mantra is, have fun. Sometimes it's just that simple. Sometimes you just make a choice. Sometimes you can just say, I'm going to have fun, and then you do it, right? So, as always, I'm being myself, and myself is Joe, and thanks for listening. Just when I have all the answers, all the questions change. One day the world looks so normal, next it looks so strange. Looking over the ocean on a sunny day. I'd like to stay here forever, it would be okay.